Thank you for downloading this free podcast, and also want to take a second to remind you to pick up your copy of Nightmare at Nibblers. Of course, it's the real life ghost investigation of Greg Nibbler's house. Available now for your forever copy at funemploymentradio.com/store. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. This is an actual life-changing moment. It's going to happen for you. It is. And it could happen live right here on the show. I hope that it's going to happen live because her appointment's at 1.15, so it's going to happen anytime between okay, but here's then the thing, though. and like 2. Okay, that means there's no way she's listening. She's at her appointment. Surely you've got a preference. Have you decided like which one I you I have prefer? absolutely Are you no going to love one more than the other one? No. But I mean, you'll care for one a little bit more. She's not having multiple babies. Well, yeah, but I mean, one. depending on which way it goes, I mean, you're either going to be really into what it is. Into, it could go either way. You've oh, got a so preference, you're trying to make you? this a thing. I don't I have, don't have a preference as long as it's human and healthy. Mm, yeah. I think there's more to it. There Hello, really everyone. Is. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right. Uh, I do want to say this. I want to remind everybody who's listening to Fun Employment Radio, you can go to our website, funemploymentradio.com. Just make that a bookmark so you can go there anytime and uh, click on the Amazon link right there at the top wow, of the Wow, that's a really great idea, Greg. Just bookmark it. That mm-hmm. way you know it's there. It's set. You can make my face your homepage or something like that, your backdrop. You don't have to do those things. But do Nobody go to, uh, to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link when you're going to buy something from Amazon. That would be fantastic. All right. So so we, we do have a, a lot of things we're going to get to today, but I want to say this because this genuinely may happen today when we do our show. So we do our show live here uh, to the Fun Employment Radio subscribers. Sorry about that. I have my phone still on, turning that off. Uh, we do our show live here to our subscribers, and then, of course, the podcast goes up right afterwards. And here's the thing. There is something that may happen today while we're recording this show. We will have it in the show, or at least some form of it. Uh, Sarah is, of course, going to become an, an aunt. I'm becoming an auntie. An, an auntie? Is mm-hmm. that what? Is that you could, okay, we got to talk about that, too. Sure. So, so you're going to become an aunt. And yes. the thing is, your sister is at her appointment today, right now. Right now. She's in the waiting room right now, waiting to see, to find out the sex of the baby. Okay. Whether it's, it's going to be a boy or a girl. Okay. And so you are going to find this out possibly right here on the show or shortly thereafter. Yes. Okay, so let's get to the bottom line of this. One, you've got to start getting a little bit more nervous about being an aunt because there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot well, of responsibilities. I mean, I'm nervous about that Before in general. We... Like, I want to be good at it. I'm not nervous about like what the little person's going to be like. Well, I'm nervous about me. Well, there's there's a few things with that oh, that I really God. think you haven't considered, and I just want to prepare you for it because if you don't recall, you know. I was an uncle for about three and a half years, so I have a lot of experience in this, mm-hmm. uh, even though the kid was in Arizona. So <laughs> so here's here's the thing. Well, Greg, I can't wait to hear all I can learn from you. There's a lot you can learn from me. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people can. Now, there, let's, let's, get to, let's get to the bottom line here. Sure. Okay, the, for, to start off, the sex of the child, boy mm-hmm. or girl, I'm going to guess you would be more comfortable... With a little girl, only because that's what you were, and you could, you know how to uh, relate better. I'm gonna guess 
Let me say, let me say, well, I mean, of course I would probably be more familiar with a girl. I, I mean, got it out of you. Okay. No, no, I'm not saying that that's my preference. Like, I, I would also, like, welcome the challenge of a boy. Like, I don't uh-huh. care either way. However, yes, I did grow up as a little girl. I had a little, I had a little sister. Uh-huh. And, yes, I have been around girls more than I have, you have been no around boys. You have no idea how to be around a little boy, I you? really don't. I, I mean, I have friends you didn't have, have a brother. Didn't have a brother. No, I have friends who have, like, male children who okay. are just adorable and great. But, I mean, I don't. I, I haven't been like any child that I've known very well since like birth has basically been except for like the exception of one of my um, one of my buddies uh, has mostly been girls. Okay, so yeah. you, it'd be a completely unfamiliar world for you. It kind well, of let is me just unfamiliar. tell you, and I, I'm excited for that because I mean it's not something that I'd know, so I'd be excited for that as well. Okay, I can give you the the let let me help you out with that part if it is a little boy and only because you know. I'll tell you how I grew up, and well, I don't want to be a little boy like you. I'm going to guess these are some things you should probably learn. All Number one, fingered and smelly. Yeah, very sticky. I don't know about smelly because I don't remember that. I, I, you don't remember if you were smelly? I don't think I was a smelly kid. I don't think I was. I mean, if I was, nobody told me, so I'm fine with that. That's good on my conscience. I don't have to worry about it. I mm. then then I don't have to think about it. But uh, number one, uh, dirt clods are awesome. Dirt clods are amazing. You're going to have to play. You're going to have to get dirty. Okay. You're going to have to get dirty. I've been told that they like to, like, uh, like typically, of course, you know, everyone, this is just, we're, we're I'm speaking. I'm telling you how in, I like, grew up. Yeah, in, in specifics to, like, Greg's thing. Yes, like, boys can like whatever they want, girls can like whatever oh, they want. Oh, God, we're not even getting into that. We're just. We're not getting into that. No. I'm just saying. Yes. No. So, dirt clods. Dirt clods. Amazing. I used to feed my I'm going to tell you dirt. how to win the kid over based on my experience. Okay. Dirt clods. You want it, you want those, and you want to be able to throw them at other people. So that's one of the keys right there. Throwing dirt clods is fun. Your that's a, that's a good thing. Um, also, uh, let's see. It's being noted here in the chat. We've got some suggestions because we do have uh, some listeners who 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 are around children, <laughs> who, are, who can be around children. Uh, so, uh, Mister Janky in the live chat says, if it's a boy, just make sure you keep a fire extinguisher on hand. Uh, fact: Boys like to start fires. Absolutely true. The only pyro fires child no are the, fun. The only pyro child that I've ever known, the one that would start fires that we had to get the matches away from, was a girl. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What I knew she a little do? girl. Like, she would just try to light things on fire, like melt her bar- Barbie's faces. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, so I don't think that's... Uh, but then again, you know, I need to be prepared for any kind of child. Boy, girl, I have to be ready for the fact that whatever it is, it might be a pyro. What do you do to Barbie? Burn her. Burn Barbie. Watch a burn. Ooh, okay, that's kind of terrifying. All right. So... So in general, I need to be afraid of children who might or might not start fires. Yes. Okay. Yes. And might or might not like to throw dirt clods. Dirt clods are fun. That's just a fact. Did you hear me say that I used to feed my sister dirt? Oh, that's right. You Mm -hmm. did. You were an awful... Yeah. You used to make your... You made your sister eat dirt, right? I didn't didn't make her do anything. Okay. By an extension, it's also your job to teach this child, boy or girl, about the world and and have them learn this because you know we don't know if they're going to end up having a sibling or not that's going to fall on you that's your responsibility then at this point as the aunt you're going to have to get this kid to eat dirt i think it's I'm not going to have my sister's kid eat dirt but you trick them dirt. and then you say see and now you learned a valuable lesson what, that never was to eat not dirt? a pie. Is this like arrested development that like was with dirt. one armed man well, kind of, yeah. So, so it's going to be your job to teach the child that. Because if the child doesn't have a sibling or anybody else around to do that, you're going to have to be the one to teach him those lessons. No, but I already taught my sister those lessons, so I think that she... Then I it also falls on you. I think it still falls on you, and that's, that's your job to teach the kid that. So you're going to have to you know, throw some dirt clods at it till oh. it throws back and toughen it up a little bit. That's, uh, Vicky's also pointing out in the chat that if it's a boy, boys pee on you when you change their diapers. I've never changed diapers. I don't know about that. Oh, you're going to have to do that, though. Yeah. You're going to have to change diapers. I know. 
Ugh. Yeah. Think about that for a while. I. You're going to be that person. You're going to be responsible for that child's life. Like, you have to change their diaper. You have to, like... Well, not all the time. I'll just... I'll be... They're going to smell. If if Heather and Michael go out to dinner, yeah, I'll totally Who do you think is going to be changing the diapers? It's not like you can just wait it out. (laughs) Yeah, you don't get to wait it out. It's not like a a dog crapping in the backyard, like, "Eh, I'll let them scoop that up. No, you're going to have to do that. You can't just wait, wait it out. Like, oh, the kid's crying. I'm just gonna put it in its crib for a while. Well, no, and I'll I'm go not in the gonna let room. the kid sit there with like a you know soiled diaper. <laughs> no, yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to change it. You can't wait it out. Like, oh, they'll be back in like an hour and a half. I'll just hold on. I know. So I have to figure out how to how to change a diaper. Mm-hmm. Which I know is probably something that most people know. Like at ten years old. I don't know. Do they? You don't? Okay, I don't. I mean, I, I know that you clean things up and you. Tape things down. Honestly, I don't know if I've ever done it. I don't think I have. Yeah. I, I mean, I was around. I've been around it when it's done. Mm-hmm. That's about as close as it is. Well, I was too little when my sister was a baby because we were only a year and a half apart. Mm-hmm. So I mean, when she was in diapers, I was well. You better really learn small. pretty quick because this is going to be your job. Now, what are you going to have the kid call you? Are you going to be one of those demanding uh, ants? Like you demand respect? Do you want to be the stern one? No. Because if you go too fun, then it's they're not going to respect you. Like you got to have some kind of a balance in there. I don't know. I always well, respected my respect. fun. I, re- I respected my fun aunts and uncles because when they did eventually get mad if I did something too far, then I knew it was serious and I knew to not do whatever it was that I was doing. That was that's the lesson. At least I always knew. Like as a kid, it would be like my fun time, like aunts and uncles, and then okay. I would be like, but if if there was like Sarah, you do not talk to your mother like that. Then I knew that I'd be in like in real trouble because they were always fun time aunt or uncle. But once. Like they had to tell me, Once knock the it shit off. hit the fan. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, what are you going to have the kid call you? Are you going to be like the Lucy Goosey ant then? They're like, just call me Sarah. Like, don't don't put the ant in front of it. Just no. call me Sarah. Are you going to make the kid call you aunt? Well, I mean, that's. Are you going to say do. aunt or aunt? Let me just let's let's get that bottom line. Because I always said aunt. I say both. But then I know people are like, no, it's aunt, and I I know how it's spelled. I, but it's like, just, but like, it's just always been said aunt. Yeah, like whenever like my friends who have had kids, they always call me crazy auntie Sarah. That's what you want to be known as, crazy no, no, I'm Auntie saying, Sarah. No, not to my sister's kid. I'm saying to my other friends who have kids. Oh, but see if you, if you're acting all weird though, then you could be known as crazy Auntie Sarah. No, I'm not going to be crazy. What if that's auntie what the Sarah. kid starts calling you behind your back? Oh yeah, no, don't worry about it. That's crazy Auntie Sarah. No, see, this is why you got to be stern. You got to got to have some very stern, rigid. I think you should be the more prim and proper style of aunt. Yes, because I'm so prim and so proper. Like you come in and you run the show and you let that kid know who's boss, and then you teach it lessons, you know, for for the world, for for going out into the world. I think this is the way you need to be. It's Aunt Sarah. Aunt Sarah. I don't Aunt know Sarah. whichever one. I don't care. Whatever seems more natural. No, you got to decide these things. It's no, not going to be more decide natural. These things, like my yeah. sister will decide. No, no, you got to. You have some say in this. Your sister's not going to decide everything for you. Like you have to have some kind of role in this. You have responsibilities. Well, yes. I mean, yeah. I've already said I'm going to learn how to change a diaper. Well, yeah. See, that's that's part of it. Um, what I. <laughs> It's being noted in the chat. Greg is going to be the uncle who wants to be stern, but the kids laugh at laugh at them behind their backs. Oh, the one that nobody takes seriously because you're trying to be. <laughs> oh, I know. Everyone knows that kind of that adult who's just like trying to think like they're in control, and then the children, even at like such a young age, are like that person is not in charge of anything. <laughs> they don't they're know what barely they're in about. control of their own lives, let alone mine. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, you don't want to be that person either. That's the thing. 
Because this kid's going to get older. At some point, they're going to rebel against you. I am seriously on pins and needles right now, like, waiting. Like, I just want to know. I just want to know. I just want to know so I can mentally prepare for either or. Regardless, regardless, it is a big, big responsibility that Mm -hmm. you are going to have. And then immediately this afternoon, I'm going to go out and buy baby clothes. (laughs) You're going to go buy baby clothes? Yeah, because Heather's coming to visit because uh, it's my birthday week. Do you know how to buy baby clothes? No. (laughs) Have you ever bought baby clothes They're totally weirdly numbered. Like, baby clothes are super gonna. I just want to cut out that part of you saying then this afternoon i'm gonna go buy baby clothes so so you are you're gonna go buy i wouldn't know the first thing to do for no, buying baby clothes baby Let clothes are so confusing okay so they're not no idea there's onesies right that's what they wear yeah but baby clothes are like weirdly sized where they have like it's uh the sizes are in months basically but sometimes babies are bigger and sometimes they're smaller oh, so you have to kind of like try to guess yeah it's kind of a shit show okay so like it'll be like it fits most infants zero to three, and then you buy it, and then like you know they immediately grow out of it a week later. So you're like, well, yeah, shit, that's a I pain. Why not just that. buy like the year one and just like cinch it up for them? Yes, and have like baby clothes just hanging ill-fittingly off of it. That's yeah. a real good idea. Yeah, you wrap it up behind. They're not going to know the difference. They don't know the style, and then that way it lasts a full year. Well, and so everyone's like, so my sister's due in February. Okay, so you're going to go buy. Where do you go to buy baby? clothes? I don't know. I'll buy a baby something. I don't know. She's coming to visit me, and she's all like adorable and pregnant. She's coming to visit for my birthday. I want to bring, I want to buy her something. By the way, we're open to all kinds of sponsorships with Fun Employment Radio. If it works out uh, and works with our show, I'm going to guess Babies R Us is not going to ever be one of those sponsors. No. So, so you have to go. You go to a store. What you know store what are you going to go to? Hilarious. Have you ever seen baby mitts? I don't know what that is. Okay, so baby mitts are these things that you buy babies. So they. I was picturing like a catching mitt that you hold the baby in or something. No, they're like little cloth mitts that they put on them because their nails grow really fast. And then like you have to put little mitts on their hands so that they don't scratch themselves or you. What the hell kind of animal is this that the kid scratches its own eyes out? Yeah, no, it's scribed like it'll like cut itself and there's like little razor sharp claws. Mm -hmm. And you got to put baby mitts on it. Oh, that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. All right, so the baby is going to claw its face off. No, it just might scrape you or scrape itself. It'll scrape you too, so it's dangerous on that end. It doesn't know what it's doing. Okay. All right. (sighs) Okay, so you're going to go buy onesies. Is that, am I saying this right? I think you so. have to be the expert in this. Like you I'm have to not learn. The expert. You, you have can't to learn tell this. Me though. To be something this is when what I'm, I'm saying. Not. I'm asking you these questions. You can't and be this... like, hey, Sarah, behind the scenes, why don't you just like act like you know what you're doing? I'm trying. But this is the thing. I you already, need to know. I went out on a limb saying that I'm going to learn how to how to change a diaper. And I know that people are like, you haven't changed a diaper, and you're Sarah. And you're only 34 years old. Sarah, you're going to have to learn these things. You're going to have to learn these things. I know. This is your responsibility. I know. So you need to, if you don't know it, you better start faking it. Because your sister's going to be frazzled. She's got enough going on. Mm-hmm. She's going to look to you for help and you for advice. And She's so, not going to look to me for advice. And well, okay, let's be honest. Then. Yeah, in no world does anyone who's just like, hey, I just had a baby. But person who has never had a child, will you tell me how I'm supposed to be doing this? Yeah, but you you got you to gotta learn these things. You got to learn these things along with her. I mean, you're basically... Mom number two. Okay, that's just too. I far. mean, that's close though. No, it's not. You, when you're around that child, now here's the other thing: you, Are you going to bring that child to your place? Yeah, I cleaned. I've become more responsible since my sister got pregnant. <laughs> I've become more responsible since my sister got pregnant. Well, so, since she's coming to visit this weekend, I, I did really. I, I deep cleaned my apartment, so I look like an adult. Okay. I look like a okay. grown up. Are you going to have the kid at your place? No, what? She's That's not so having the kid unsafe. for like months. 
But that's so unsafe. It's not unsafe. It's fine. I don't have like pointy objects in there much. Like, it's fine. I've seen your apartment. It's full of pointy objects. It's full of knives and sharp things and wine bottles. Well, and dishes and sunglasses. All of those things sound bad for a those child. Those are all mostly in the kitchen, and we don't need to have the, the baby in the kitchen. All the pointy things. Are I don't know it. if you are qualified for this job yet. I mean, you're obviously getting the job regardless. You're kind of born into it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're ready for this. I think you really need to buckle down here a little bit and start thinking so seriously. Guess- like, what do you want the kid to call you? You set the rules. The kid's not the one that's going to be like, oh, you know what I don't you seem like. It needs to get closer. You're, this is like getting. This is getting real. But I mean, you're the adult in this What's situation. What's so crazy though is that right now, so our appointment's at one fifteen. Right now, it's uh, one sixteen Pacific Standard Time uh, here in Portland, Oregon, October sixth, two thousand fifteen. Her appointment started at one fifteen. But I guess sometimes if the baby's inside, this is something I've learned. If the baby's inside, what well, do you mean? I mean? Is it going to be outside? No, the baby, when the baby is inside, it, it is inside. The baby is inside of her. Gross. Um, Even that phrasing grosses okay, me out. Okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. All right, fine. Yes. So there's a bun in the oven. So what I'm saying is like you have a, to like you. When I don't know what else. When you're trying to it's figure cooking out cooking away. God damn it! When you're trying to figure out the sex of the baby, like sometimes it takes a while. The stew's but, being stirred because it'll be like turned around and you can't quite see what it's smuggling down there. Okay. So then you have to like try and figure it out. So I guess her friend, when her friend just recently had a kid, and it took them like an hour and a half to check the baby to see if it was a boy or a girl. You just like spin them around a little bit or you something? You can't and like, spin like, them around. They're inside, as you just succinctly put it. You I really can't just spit. You want Heather to just spin around in yeah, circles? Yeah, spin around in circles for a while. The okay. baby gets dizzy and then it'll you know, float to the top or something. I don't I don't know how it works. That's gross. Well, all right. So we, so we may not know exactly when. Uh, when is this little baby coming out? I guess February. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... This is a lot of responsibility, I know. Sir. I know. I'm okay. really excited, though. I mean, my parents are, like, over the moon. They're, they're so happy. You have to tape shut, like, lower drawers and stuff and, like... Let's just so let's be honest. That. Let's be honest. The baby's probably not coming to my apartment. Okay. I just yeah. When my sister comes to visit, that. I'm thinking it's probably going to be a hotel or something. Okay. <laughs> I could have... I mean, let's just... I let's, let's be frank. I live in a tiny death trap of an apartment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. I just wanted it's you to at least... It's all wood and points and metal and... And yeah, you're right. In bottles and, yeah. and paint brushes and all kinds of stuff. You fall down in your apartment. I do You've not. I fell yourself. down once in my apartment. That was when I got out of the shower because I forgot to turn off my alarm clock and I ran from my shower. And I just went whoop, and then like <laughs> slammed the back of my head. How do you think a baby's going to handle that? A baby's not going to handle it. I'm not going to be offended if my sister never wants to bring the baby to the apartment. Okay. Well, good. That's done. It's been three minutes and she hasn't called yet. <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> She may have a couple of things first just on her checklist before mm-hmm. calling you. Just mm-hmm. a couple of things. You're right up there at the top. A couple of things she might have to handle before. Uh, Bean asks, why do I have knives if I don't cook? Well, just like cut things that I've microwaved. <laughs> you got you to put a slice in the microwavable box. I mean, everybody knows that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like a regular butter knife just doesn't cut it. <laughs> I mean, you got to slice the hot dogs into if you're going to make a sandwich. Come right? on. Right. And again, butter knife, well, sometimes it'll pull the skin with the cutting of the hot dog, and it just is not very God. aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> I don't right. have like a knife, like one of those knife blocks or something. I think I have a couple like random knives. Okay. None of my silverware matches. All right. So um, the kid's not going to come to your place. You're going to be going to your sister's place to, to, yes, to or babysit. Yeah, to a hotel. That they- or to a hotel. <laughs> Where there's a wall separating you and the child, so so you go to. It is true. I do have like a lot of like paint brushes and like and makeup brushes and all kinds. of They things. eat yeah. everything too. Yeah, they'll eat everything. 
mm-hmm. from what I know. All right. So you're going to go up there. I still really, if you're not going to decide today, I really do think you need to go with a name. What you want the kid to call you. Is it Aunt Sarah? Is it just Sarah? Is it Auntie Sarah? Is I think it... maybe Auntie Sarah. Auntie Sarah. Auntie Sarah? Yeah, I like it. Like, I like it better like... than Auntie. Auntie Sarah? Auntie Sarah. Ugh. Yeah, I think I like... This sounds weird. Why does that sound weird? I don't know. I There's something weird about great. it. Great. That's better than mommy. Hi, Auntie Sarah. Yeah, I think that's adorable. Oh, boy. I was... I was... I meant to be an Auntie Sarah. Auntie Sarah. All mm-hmm. right. Crazy Auntie Sarah. Okay. So, Crazy Auntie Sarah... Then if you're going to go with that one, mm-hmm. so you're not going to be the stern, the stern aunt Sarah, No, you know, who goes down there. Like I, I had a great aunt who was the stern one. And then she used to get, she grew up in the depression. So she always used to, uh, she's a great aunt, but she always used to get really mad if you didn't like clean your plate. You, your plate better be goddamn spotless or you were in a lot of trouble. Wow. And, why do you think anyone would want to be the stern one? But I learned, you know, you, you don't take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. Clean your plate. Dust bowl's coming. You know, those kinds of things. So you could be that and, and put, impart lessons on the child. But if you're not going to do that, you're going to go with crazy yeah, I don't Auntie want Sarah. to impart lessons. I want to impart fun. Okay, but if you're going to be crazy Auntie Sarah, here's the thing, though. Are you going to be the kind of aunt that once this kid, you know, boy or girl, whatever, gets to, gets to high school, are you going to be the one that kind of wants to hang out? Like, it's okay. You can tell Auntie Sarah about whatever's going on. No, you're like, so creepy. Auntie Sarah will. Uh, you guys can all come over to Auntie Sarah's house down in Portland apartment and and hang out. That you know, are you going to so, be that one? No. Okay, good. That's so. That's going too far that's the other so way. Creepy and like desperate and sad. Well, good. I just I wanted to make sure this is again. These are things you haven't thought about, but I think you should clear up. Yeah, well, it's, it hasn't even been born yet. I'm I'm not worried about high school and trying to be cool with the kid. <laughs> but I mean, by the time this. Kids in high school, you're going to be significantly older, but you know, are you going to be older than me? Yes. Uh, Will you still be like with the crazy Auntie Sarah with like the blue hair showing up and like, like, I would be really blue haired at that point. Yeah, you really would Mm -hmm. be. That's true. (laughs) Then are you going to be kind of the aunt that has candy all the time? Mm, Yeah, I could have candy. That's a good way to buy love. This is, let me give you a tip. This is what I do with friends. Well, I don't know if it works with kids. Uh, with dogs, you just give them treats, or I always drop food for them, and then they end up, you know, if, if there's ever a dog that's like a little questionable about Thank me. Thank you for giving me your thoughts. I drop some food, dog. and then the, the dog eats the food, associates me with that, and then boom, dog loves me. So if you bring candy to this kid, say, like, say it's a kid, say it turns out to be kind of a little jerk. It's not going to be a jerk. My sister is the most beautiful, magnificent human being on the planet. Yes, your sister is. That doesn't mean the kid's not going to turn out... She is she is the patience of an angel. Fine, but that doesn't mean that has nothing to do with her. The kid could just be the kid. What if the kid turns out to be a you've never met him? She's never met him. What if the kid turns out to be a jerk? Well, He's a real then a-hole. I love it anyway. Then what you, how are you going to handle that? I just uh, it's unconditional love. That's what happens. <sighs> What if he's a little Michael Bryan type? Oh, Michael you know, Bryan. Stealing stuff. Like you bring him out somewhere and he's stealing things and how are you going to handle that? Or she, she could be like or rebellious. She, yeah, okay, fine. Or she's setting fires to things. Mm. Whatever. What if, what if it's a- Then I'll be uh, understanding. Are you going to be the kind that lets him get away with it? Him or her? I'm sorry, I'm saying him because this is uh, I'm my, I'm just picturing a Michael Bryan type. You know, like that kid that I saw. In the, and to explain Michael Bryan, so this was a kid I saw in a convenience store. This was, this was a little while ago now. But he was, he one, he threw a Hot Wheel at me. 
And then uh, I was just going in there. This kid threw a Hot Wheel at me, and the mom said nothing. And then he blatantly stole things and walked out the store with them. And I was like, oh, Michael Bryan, you're not supposed to steal that. And then they just walked off. Oh, God, Mr. Jenkins so, just said the most nightmaric sentence I think I have ever read in my entire life. What if the kid is a little Greg Nibbler type? Oh. Oh, God. Just sickly and wheezy and small and, like, sticky and smelly. Oh. They're smart. They're neurotic, though. Oh, man. They'll get good grades, You're but like they, they'll be self-conscious small, about it. neurotic dog. Oh, God. They'll get good grades, but be very socially awkward for a long, long time. That's what's going to happen. You don't want to be around that. That's not going to be good. Now, the... <laughs> So, <laughs> All right, that was the scariest phrase I think ever. I wasn't freaked out until Mr. Jinky just said that the kid might be like Greg. Could be. Dirt clods, man. That's the way That's the way to it's hard. Since when are you obsessed with dirt clods? Dirt clods were fun. Clods? Because you have dirt everywhere and you can throw it at things. That's the bottom line. It's throwing, throwing inanimate objects at, either, at other objects, inanimate or, or animate. That's the key. That's the key, the key to everything. All right, it's been 10 minutes. No no news yet. All right, well, should we go do some World of Crazy? Do you have while some we... World of Crazy? <laughs> I have a lot of World of Crazy today, actually. I've been so nervous. Let me just tell you, I am honestly going on like three or four hours of sleep. I was um, so working on a painting last night. Then I went to bed, and I'm like, all right, going to get up early, do some stuff. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I could not stop thinking about my sister's appointment today. And whether or not, you know, because I'm excited because now it's going to be actually, like, real. Yeah. So it's a picture. And so like, I honestly was too excited to sleep. So I've been up since, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I feel a little crazy. Yep. I, I, I'm, I'm well aware. I mean, you're not acting crazy or anything like you haven't had any sleep. You're going to be... Oh, it's okay, Auntie Sarah. Thank you. You said it correctly. Hello, my friend. Ew, that was gross. I, I, I shouldn't... Ugh. What? I don't know. That weirded me out. Oh, stop being a weird... It weirds you out because you're weird. Hello, my friends. Call me Reverend. All right. My name is Auntie Sarah. <laughs> something weird about that. <laughs> Welcome to my world of crazy. See, if you start doing that, then it's like you're the neighborhood Auntie Sarah. Like, you're obsessed with it. Like... You know, oh, no. you one, I'm yeah. a crazy dog lady, not a crazy baby lady. I love my friends' kids. My friends are super awesome and have Well, that's kids. fine. Yeah. I don't like other people's, like, strangers' kids. Mm-mm. Not a fan. Yep. All right. Well, welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. So, of course, we all know about the blood moon that happened recently. Yes. The blood moon that was supposed to be the end of the world, the apocalypse it brings Darth upon us. The reigneth of the heavens. Or something along those lines. Didn't seem to happen. Well, while we all survived September's blood moon, it is now coming out that, yes, indeed, another prophecy has been revealed that, yes, tomorrow, Wednesday, October 7th. Well, actually, they've really gotten it right this time. Oh, it's they're the like, 7th? They're 100% sure that it's totally going to happen this time. Oh. Yes. So October right. 7th is going to be the day to which the Earth is Permanently destroyed. Now, how is it going to be destroyed? Well, I would love to tell you about that. Okay. So, a Christian organization is at the forefront of this information giving. They're called the Bible Fellowship, which is an online affiliation headquartered in Philadelphia. Now, it has done its research and has based its prediction of an October obliteration on a previous claim the world went at on the 21st of May 2011. Remember that? I don't know. There's so many of them. I always forget. 
But yes. That was the big one with the billboards and the how everyone was convinced and donating all of their stuff to that oh, compound. Oh, that one. Okay, yes. That was yes, the, yes. That was the big one. Okay. Well, while this claim clearly proved to be false because 2011 has come and gone, uh, the organization is now completely confident that it has the correct date. I feel like I'm reading an Onion article. Now this time, this 257th time that they've guessed this, it's going to be the right one. So uh, one of the spokespeople, the leader and founder of the fellowship, says, uh, according... To what the Bible is presenting, it does appear that indeed the 7th of October will be the day God has spoken of, in of which the world will pass away. He goes on to say it will be gone forever, annihilated. But he doesn't say how or what? He does. It, it, he doesn't have super specifics, Greg, but okay. he does say it's going to happen with fire. Okay. So the earth is going to be obliterated tomorrow, which is, isn't that the weirdest way to put that the earth will pass away? That's what I mean. That's a very strange way to say it's it. It's a very strange wording. So uh, that's what like he's... Like earth R.I.P. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's it saying? Uh, from fire. From fire. Just general fire. Okay. Just general fire. Not probably, even like hellfire. Probably I would some, expect like some fanciful hellfire. Some little shit apple starting fires. Yeah, right. Some yeah, little pyro. Could be, could be yours. Oh, man. Could be yours out there, not me. To stop looking at me, I don't have a yours. Well, the blood moon, the lunar eclipse combined with the supermoon, occurred without event on to the 27th of September. Now, this was despite predictions that it would herald the beginning of the apocalypse. Now, certain uh, religious leaders had said the blood moon was going to trigger a chain of events that would see our planet destroyed. However, that didn't pan out. So now they're saying it's going to be tomorrow. See, they're they're kind of doing it wrong though. If they want to get donations and people to give them money for things. Yeah. Like, you want to set it out a little further of a date. Even for the media cycle to get some attention, they're doing it wrong. That's true. They're doing it, like, the day before. Yeah. They got to get that. No, you put that out at least a couple of months. Then you get some kind of an idiot who will send you money. Mm-hmm. We need to be doing this. Build, like, some gradual momentum. Holy shit, we should be doing this. No, we're not going to be faking that we I know the end predict. of the world. Anyway, so just wanted to give you a warning about that tomorrow. FYI. Should I make one? No. No, that's, these are terrible people that are saying this. Don't do that. Oh. Don't take advantage of people's of fear. We're not fear mongers. We're, We're happy. Force them We're happy here. makers. It's now been 15 minutes and she still hasn't called. All right. Uh, at a purchase, New York. Greg, are you a fan of Back to the Future? Yeah. Like right. Did you the like future. the second one as well? Back to the Future Part 2? Yes. Yes. I, Let I me tell too. you something really quick what? that made me feel really old. Um... I don't want to call him out because this person's very very nice. I, I had a friend's girlfriend. This friend is younger than I am. He's in his twenties, and his girlfriend was hanging out, and we were talking about Back oh. to the Future, and she didn't know what it was. How old was she? Twenty-one or twenty-two, I think. Like she was like, "Oh no, yeah, I've heard of that." Well, she's heard of it. At okay, least. I guess she's she kind of. It but was one of those things where it was, was like she, you know, where you say like, "Oh yeah, I've heard of that." Oh, it's one of those things where someone's like mentioning a band that you should know but you don't. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I've heard of them." Yep. Uh, it was one of but those. You never things. have. Okay. She'd never seen one. She didn't get the deal of it. She didn't understand. And I felt really old. No, well, you are. So that makes sense. 
I mean, is that fair? Is, is Back to the Future just a timestamp thing for like our generation? Maybe. Does it not translate I, to other generations? I thought it Like Star Wars, that crosses. That yeah. transcends. I, for some reason, but does thought, Back to the Future not? I thought it did because it was already, you know, in the past when it first came out. Like how it goes back to like sock hops and things. Like I thought that that was the thing that kind of. Yeah, but I mean the present when it was going on is what, 1985? I can't remember the first year it came out. I mean. It, <sighs> well, it was 1985. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the year that they went to the future in 2015. Oh, yeah, that's right, because mm-hmm. that's coming up. Well, Pepsi has announced in a ploy for money that they are going to pay tribute to Back to the Future Part 2 with the release of Pepsi Perfect, which is the formerly fictional beverage featured in the film. So do you remember the Pepsi yes. that came down the tube? Yes. So they're actually creating this product from Back to the Future 30 years ago, and they are going to be selling it. That's kind of cool. So the company has announced Pepsi, uh, Pepsi Perfect, which contains Pepsi made with real sugar and features packaging consistent with the beverage served to Marty McFly in Back to the Future Part 2, will be available starting October 21st. Okay, let me just say... What? If this is correct at the time frame for this movie, I just want to point this out really quick. Zoom on in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live for live subscribers, six ninety nine a month. First week is free. That first movie came out in 85. They traveled back in time to 1955. That's the same difference as 85 to now. Mm-hmm. That's... So kids today, they look at 1985 like we looked at 1955? Yes. Oh my God, we're old. That Greg is so Jones, old. His mind is blown. I never put it in that com- kind of comparison. Jesus. Okay. That explains a lot. Well, Pepsi anyway. says that fans are going to be able to buy these limited edition Pepsis for the meager, piddly price of $20 for a 16-ounce bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're only making about 6,500 bottles, and uh, visitors to the New York City Comic-Con will have the opportunity to get their hands on the collectible beverages starting on October 9th, which is an amazing day. And why? I don't think that's really relevant to Mm. what we're talking about. So anyway, if you want to buy one of these collectibles, you can spend 20 American dollars... On a 16-ounce beverage. Next up. Now we're getting more to, like, the crazier, like, the, the seedier parts. That was, like, the little okay. wholesome, like, hey, back to the... Are they doing anything else for it? Surely there's got to be some kind of celebration or something. Uh, let's see. So it says, uh, the senior marketing director of PepsiCo says, Pepsi fans asked him. We heard them loud and clear. The Back to the Future trilogy was as big as a moment... Uh, was as big a moment in pop culture history then as it is now, 30 years later. We are excited to be a part of this moment and to bring fans something only Pepsi could deliver. And there's no need to wait because the future is now. Yeah, but you know what? It's it's really not. And I want to say that's something that's honestly disappointing. And probably at least for a lot of people who... Don't, are you going to say the thing? You're going to say what it is. What? Hoverboards. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And flying cars. And the automatic dog walker. I mean, hoverboards, they they figured out some way to do it with magnets, but it's not really its not really a hoverboard. I mean, magnets, how do they work? Yeah, right? Rainbows, what are they made of? All right, so if you want to spend money on that, that's going to be something that's going to be available. Okay. Next up out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, I just like this. Uh, thank you. Who sent this to me? I think it was Betsy. Betsy sent this to, story to me. Thank you very much. Cedar Rapids repl- police responding to a report of a suspicious subject found instead... Him with a walking meth lab in his pants. A walking meth lab? A walking meth lab. That's a thing that exists. 
Okay. It in Cedar How does this, Rapids, how does Iowa. this work? Oh, I can tell you. So police spokesman in Cedar Rapids said that 46-year-old Genio Ruiz and a, women, uh, and a woman were walking around in the area. When stopped by officers, they noted that Ruiz had, quote, a chemical odor coming off of him. I thought that was odd. Uh, police searched Ruiz and found 16.5 grams of marijuana on him and a 20-ounce pop bottle tucked into the waistband of his pants. Uh, the bottle contained a cloudy substance and lithium battery strips, Ew. which are the what is known to be as a one-pot style meth lab. Ew. So you can make meth while you're walking around in your pants. Who knew? Well, Ruiz was arrested and charged with manufacturing a controlled substance, possession of a controlled substance, and two counts of possession of meth precursors. They can walk around with a meth. Can those things explode? Probably. Ugh. So I just wanted to make you aware of the fact that a walking meth lab is something that can exist. From I mean, Iowa. What? Yep. Well, I was going to say, chemically, I'm kind of interested in how they do that, don't, but I'm not going to Google it. I no, don't want that don't, on my Google search, his, search history. Yeah, there's a reason why it's highly illegal here in Oregon. Well, I do not want. I know. I don't want to make. It meth. seems like you're asking people for a recipe for meth. I know. I do not want it to make seems meth. Like you're like, hey, dear people, can someone tell me, Greg Nibbler, how I can make meth? No, I don't want to. Well, I guess maybe I want to know how the chemical side of okay. it works, but not because I want meth. From Iowa to Ohio, Ohio police officers were dispatched to the scene of a man who claimed that he was too high from smoking too much weed. I'm too high, man. He decided to call 911 because he was freaking out because he had Whoa. smoked too much weed. Oh, God. So an Ohio man called 911 and told a dispatcher that he was, quote, too high on marijuana. Officers arrived at his Austintown, Ohio home to find him on the floor in a fetal position amid, uh, amid a plethora of multiple bags of Doritos and other junk <laughs> foods. <laughs> I'm too mellow, bro. <laughs> An officer could, said that the 22-year-old whose identity was redacted from the report could be heard groaning and moaning in an upstairs room surrounded by chips. The officers was found it just because he ate too many chips? Is that he why? He was too high. Uh, found him amidst the junk food, which also not only included Doritos, but Pepperidge Farm goldfish crackers and Chips Ahoy cookies. Is this what parents are going to do now to kids? Like, Remember back in the day, and this never happened to me, but supposedly, you know, where you like make the kid, you catch the kids smoking, make them smoke like five of them they throw up and mm. never want to smoke again is that what they're going to do now with this make kids smoke a whole bunch of weed i don't think here's that's parenting advice do. for you let me give you some more parenting advice wow. see that there's what there's what you do if i've learned anything today it's like you would be an excellent parent with your little uh your, you know your niece nephew whatever you got there mm. so the 22 year old who was surrounded by snack foods told the police officer he could not feel his hands and he was freaked out because he smoked too much weed where are my hands, man? How did he dial 911 then? I don't know. Maybe it that was That is the just... first thing I would ask him. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, well, he then sent a police officer to his car. I don't know why. Where he allegedly uh, had smoked the pot previously. And the cops recovered a glass pipe, rolling papers, roaches, and a glass jar of marijuana. He declined medical treatment, saying that he was feeling better and his hands were going back to normal. The report notes uh, that an investigation is pending for drug possession and drug paraphernalia. Wow. Now, I totally thought this. So I have a couple more stories. I thought this story was interesting because it's something that actually exists now. It's something that had I'd read about, but now it's a company that exists, and it's called Napsa, N-A-P-S-A. Now, this is an actual company that does this. This is the National Association for the Preservation of Skin Art. Oh, wow. 
What? Skin artist tattoos. No, so okay. this is, this is I a thought company. we were talking about like Wild Bill type. No. Or Buffalo Bill. That's what well, kind Bill. of. So they launched earlier this month with the uh, with the aim of helping you pass down your tattoos to your kids, grandkids, or other loved ones. So what do they, do they take them off? You can they have turn your tattoos them into a lamp or something? removed, preserved, and turned into fine art. No, no. NAPSA prides itself on saving your legacy and caters to those who, uh, who don't want to be defined by others. So there's a nine-step guide for how to preserve your skin. So if you do want to donate like a tattoo to somebody, they make it into fine art. And this is something that I guess a lot of people have signed up for, but I, nobody's done it yet. I mean, granted, I only have one tattoo, so I'm not a big... Tattoo person, I guess, As, just because I only only have one. But I would not want to pass that down to someone. I seem like seems like that would be. I don't know. Creepy. People keep ashes and yeah, I guess, things. but that's too tangible. I think it's too like touch up. Like it's just too. It's there. Like what like, if I leave somebody like my messed up my messed up finger? Because I've got my. For anybody who doesn't know, my right finger is all weird. The Nobody pointer wants is because it's messed like because like the bone broke and then it rehealed weird. So I got a weird lump on it. What if I leave my finger to someone? I don't think that's a thing that exists. This is for art, not for your like weird. I want to leave my body part for someone. Who would you leave your finger for? I don't know. Nobody would want your finger. Somebody would. Well, so what I if just... I sell the rights to my finger now? No, I just found this interesting because I know a lot of people who have like significant tattoos and like maybe you know the process is kind of gross, but I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of interesting. I think it is. Cause, I mean, would cause... you own somebody's? Maybe. But I mean, I'm saying I'm already an organ donor, so I mean, I'm going to be pieced apart anyway. But that's diff- I don't. I look at that differently. I don't know. They're already cutting you open. Like, if someone wants a piece of my tattoos, like, might as well. I don't know. There's. It doesn't there's bother me. I, I can tell it's about bothering you. It doesn't it. bother Yeah, me. I don't know. There is. There is. There's something mm-hmm. that's weird about it. <laughs> Mr. Jenky said, here's how you make it into fine art. Take a picture of the tattoo. Frame the picture. That is all. Well, and it's probably going to be in a <laughs> lot better looking shape than, say, somebody does reach their full life potential. And they're passing away at, you know, 90 years old. That tattoo's not going to look good at 90. <laughs> that's part of the deal. You know that getting tattoos. They're not going to look that good when you're 90 years old. You're not going to. Well, oh, you're also not going to give a shit when you're 90 years old. So it doesn't matter. I don't know. I'm if saying you preserving cut them off and that. you can like stretch them out, you can get them all back to their. I don't know if it works that glory. way. Our friend Alex who has lots of tattoos. Says, "Make me into a book." Also, that would be a strange find at a thrift store. <laughs> that would be like the worst. Alex wants leather bound books of her friends. <laughs> I don't I know. You. I don't like it. All right. So I just wanted to let you know if it, if you're interested, that's a service that's available right now. And finally. Got Florida with trees news. The story right here out of Oregon. Oregon. Eugene, Oregon, to be more specific. Oregon. It's my favorite story of the day. It comes out of Eugene. This happened yesterday. A woman wanted an identity uh, identity theft charges has been arrested in Eugene, Oregon, after a construction worker found her hiding inside of the tank of a portable toilet. Oh, no. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh. oh, yes. Oh, this happened this week and not yesterday, but she's been arranged. So um, so this is being reported that 27-year-old, her name is Treasure Dawn Shockey. Her name okay, is Treasure. Okay, I have to look this up really quick. I just need to look up wh- what she looks like. She Treasure looks, Dawn Shockey. She looks exactly like how you would think a person who goes and climbs inside of a porta potty okay. and hides in Actually, feces. not quite what I thought she would look like, but uh, yeah. 
Yeah, all right. All right, so this is Treasure Dawn Shockey, who had two arrest warrants for her uh, arrest, ran when police in Eugene tried to talk to her on Sunday. Now, police say a witness told them that they saw Treasure running through the yard and climb a fence onto the property of the Eugene Swim and Tennis Club. So about 20 minutes later, a construction worker told police that he went to use the porta potty He lifted the lid to use the bathroom. Oh, God. And saw a face looking up at him. Saw a face looking up at him. Police say that Shockey, after being discovered, willingly... (laughs) horrible. That is my nightmare. That is my nightmare. I am so afraid of porta-potties and just to see someone's face sitting... Oh, my God. Surprise. Why was she hiding in the... Why? Why was she in there? She was trying to hide from police because she was going to be arrested on... uh, Was it two counts of... Uh, identity theft. <sighs> so Shockey willingly left the toilet after she was discovered, oh, and they were able so to gross. arrest her. So gross. Her public defender has not immediately returned any messages for a comment <laughs> on the situation. Public defender's like, damn it, why am I, pub- why am I a public defender? Mm-hmm. This sucks. It's like, really? Really, I have the <laughs> shit covered, girl. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> You know they're Rochambeauing, too, down at the office. Like, I don't want it. <laughs> Somebody has to hose her off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you have it. Straight out of Eugene, Oregon. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. <sighs> yeah, Alex is asking if they uh, hosed her down before the mugshot. Probably. I mean, she's wearing the prison smock or whatever that is. Oh, that's so gross. I mean, even if, like, it hasn't been, even if it's a gently used porta potty It doesn't that, matter. That blue liquid and, like, it's still stick. it's still... It's yeah. a porta potty It's a porta potty I mean, it's not supposed to be a clean place in the... Okay, anyway. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we're going to need to do some, some ball talk, but really quick, though, mm-hmm. I want to say... I'm I'm starting to get kind of excited about maybe what I'll do for my Halloween costume. Okay. I can't say something about something because there isn't something to say. Okay, never mind. Anyway, uh, I'm starting to strongly think about going as Jon Snow. I'm oh. really starting to think of about it. Of course you will. Jon Snow, it's such, such an awesome costume. Well, yeah. It'll be fun. Because you're going to get attention and girls will, like try to pet you and you'll be like, oh, try to like say things Oh, hello, about I'm Jon Snow. Snow. Oh, hello, I am married to the wall. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm married to the wall, but I can be persuaded. I think that jacket's going to be a lot more work than you think it is, so I'm really looking you think forward so? to you trying to make that. Yes. I think I can do it. Okay. I did the Loki one. I mean, it doesn't have to be exact, but I, I think I'm going to be able to get right. the, the jacket is the key piece to it. Mm-hmm. But the, regardless, though, we do want to remind everybody of our brand new sponsor, D. Leonidas Photography. D. Leonidas Photography. Fantastic sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and we have so many things to talk about with them that we'll be bringing up more and more, but we have a contest going on right now. For you to win one of their FER holiday portrait specials. Oh, that's so cool. So what we need you to do is this. We need you to send in your picture of your favorite Halloween costume you ever wore. Any picture. any You can be you in a group. It can be anything. Quality doesn't matter. What, well, and that's just, the thing. Yeah. yeah. Quality doesn't matter for these because you're going to get the chance to win a fantastic a fantastic uh, portrait where you can get an actual good picture taken. But we need your picture of your favorite Halloween costume ever. Send it in to us. Send it in via email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, on Twitter, at Radio, or on Facebook. You can tag us in it. And all the all the stuff is at our website, funemploymentradio.com. There's a big banner right at the front of the page. Click on that. It's going to uh, till October 23rd. 
So get your picture into us. We want a whole bunch of them. It's going to be awesome. You're going to get a chance to win a fantastic portrait package. All those details are yeah, on our and website. it's us judging. So I mean, who knows? Like maybe your random costume that you just wore once, like we're going to think is the most amazing thing of all time. Yep. Yep. And you could have a chance to win this prize where you can wear whatever you want. Uh, Keelan, it uh, sounds like, is going to send in his where Kid Keelan being Mr. T with the blue jacket snapped closed with paper yes. towels stuffed in for, must- for muscles. That is a fantastic idea. Oh, my God. So send in that picture and get those into us. Just go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the big banner right there at the front, and you can select. Uh, you'll, you'll get all the details. Any word from your sister yet? No. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Well, let's talk balls, Sarah. Balls. Let's distract here for a second. Okay. While we're waiting for your sister, I've got some stuff to talk about. I've got some things, some things in the news. You know, one of the big things about ball talk is that I, I uh, let you know about the big stories in sports. Even if you don't follow sports, you can be at the office. Somebody's talking about it. You at least have a basic idea of what's going on. Like our friend Maria, who was able to talk about the Seahawks yep. with her students. Exactly. <laughs> because she knew what it was from ball talk. Exactly. Uh, well, and speaking of the Seahawks, there is this. So another year goes by, and another Seahawks controversial win. So last night, the Seattle Seahawks were taking on the Detroit Lions in Seattle. And by all appearances, it was a pretty slow game the first half. Then it kind of got good. Russell Wilson did some great things, did some bad things. He was still overall definitely good. He's kind of what saved the Seahawks for a lot of it, except for at the very end. The Detroit Lions were marching back and looked like they were going to take the lead in the game without about a minute 20 left. And they marched all the way down to the goal line. They passed to Calvin Johnson, who is the big their their biggest player. He's he's their big time player. He's their superstar, mm. Calvin Johnson for the Detroit Lions. He's also an amazing dancer. That's a different Calvin Johnson. Okay. This is the one known as Megatron. His nickname's Megatron. So Calvin Johnson marching down the field, about to cross the goal line to essentially win the game for the Lions. And the Seahawks safety, Cam Chancellor, came running up just at the last second and punched the ball out of his arm right before he crossed the goal line, caused a fumble. Fantastic play by Cam Chancellor for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. However, here's what happened. So it rolled into the end zone, and another Seahawks player saw the ball rolling in and, and batted it out of the end of the end zone, which would cause, if it had done that on its own, would cause a touchback. Seahawks get the ball, which is what happened, what they called it. They said it was a touchback. Seahawks got the ball, essentially ran out the clock, game is over. What was supposed to have happened was you can't bat the ball out of the end zone, but the refs didn't call it. It was really blatant what he did. I didn't even know this was a rule, but the refs should know this is a rule. Yeah. What should have happened is the Lions got the ball on the one-yard line, and they probably would have just gone in and won the game. But because of a bad call by the refs, and this is the second time in a couple of years that this has happened for the Seahawks where they've gotten the favorable call, what happened is uh, the Seahawks got the ball. Seahawks ended up winning the game. Lions kind of got screwed. I mean, the fumble was real. He really did fumble it. But the Seahawks but you player, can't do the batting. He can't thing. bat it out of the. Oh, now, if wow. he just picked it up and sat down, that would have been fine. But no, he turned around and batted it out of the end zone. So that was an illegal play, but it wasn't called. Seahawks win. Lions, I believe, are 0 4 now. I always root for the Lions. They're just such like the underdog all the time. Uh, yeah. It's kind of a sad. Sad team. It is. That's why I like them. Well, everybody's kicking on the old Lions again. Oh, boy. So there we go. Detroit Lions. Uh, moving on to ball talk. It's kind of a potpourri of balls. There's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I wanted to... Okay, here, I'll, I'll play something. This kind of tangentially has to do with sports. 
because it was on Jimmy Kimmel, and it has to do with an NHL player, actually. Now, the NHL player didn't really do anything wrong, but I want you to tell me if this woman's a bad person or not. Okay. So, this is them, uh, the Jimmy Kimmel show is doing, like, on the, on the street interviews, you know, what they do there. And this is a woman that they found on the street, and they're asking, what's the worst thing you ever did? Worst thing I've ever done? I don't know. Cheat on my boyfriend, not have him find out. This is just a woman on you the know, street. You a television camera? Yeah, it's an old boyfriend. But he's finding out right now? No, it's an old boyfriend, not the one I'm with now. So, but this is, the boyfriend is finding out on television right now. Oh, yeah, you that's fine. Sorry, Ben. Why'd you cheat on him? Uh, I don't know. The guy was a famous athlete. Which famous athlete? I can't say his name. Give us his initials. TJ. What sport does he play? Hockey. What team does he play for? Florida. Tampa Bay. Okay, so he, so he plays for Tampa Bay. His, name, his initials are T and J. Tyler Johnson? Okay, I have to go. <laughs> wow, that's sorry, Tyler. She called out who the athlete was on the show. Wow. She'd be a good person to torture because she'd just like spit out everything yeah. all at once. Yeah. She named both the guy she cheated on and the athlete Jesus. that she cheated on him with. So Tyler Johnson of the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. There you go. Good thing she just said his initials. Yep. I mean, I would have been totally confused. Yep. So there we go. Uh, that that happened. I, I thought she seemed like kind of an awful person. But yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Well, uh, like m- make fun of the fact, like, you know, after the fact. Yeah. That's kind of shitty. Uh, moving on to ball talk. There is this. They're considering something new. So here's here's something about hockey. I'll bring up one more story. They're considering testing for a big issue that they think is going on with NHL players. And it is this. Cocaine use. Hmm. Apparently, a lot of hockey players are coming back and testing positive for cocaine use, but it's not it's not on the list of um, drugs that they they consider you know performance enhancing. Just because I guess they never put it on there, but they're considering doing a lot more testing for cocaine for for hockey players right now. That seems like a weird mix. It does because it seems like that would be like I, I would picture there to be like more like exploding hearts or something. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, co- hockey is so physical. Well, maybe. Maybe they've been doing it a long time. It's just now hockey's hockey's getting. It seems like it's getting a little bit more popular again. Like they totally screwed themselves when they had to strike. They started to get popular in like the late nineties, early two thousands. Screwed themselves with a strike, and now they're finally getting back like a little bit of popularity in mainstream mm. sports. It's also going to come with a lot more attention on these things, where players might have gotten away with stuff before, and now they're not going to get away with it. And cocaine seems to be one of those things. So there we go. Hockey players use cocaine. Who knows? All right. All right. Moving on to ball talk. Um, I got I got two things left. One, I just, I just want to announce this. I don't even know if I'm going to play anything of it, but if you want to look it up, you should look it up because it's, and I feel like people should be aware of it. Stephen A. Smith. Sarah, you know who Stephen A. Smith is. LeBron James' best friend. Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm. He's a talking head for ESPN. Talks a lot. Pretty much always talks about how he's, like, no matter who the player is and who he's criticizing, he yells a lot, and he basically implies that they're best friends for life. Jay Farrow, who we've had here on Fun Employment Radio before, does a fantastic Stephen A. Smith yes, impression. Yes, he does. I mean, he, he does spot on. Yeah, he's the best I've ever seen do it. But it is pretty funny. So he does he does do this stuff, like, LeBron James, my best friend LeBron James. Well, he's getting called out for saying that kind of stuff now. So he made a statement saying that one of Kevin Durant's close friends, close acquaintances, told him 
that if Kevin Durant doesn't sign with OKC, because this is his contract year, that he's going to um, look very hard at the LA Lakers, that he might go to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith said, you know, his close, confidant friend of Kevin Durant told him this. Well, Kevin Durant was interviewed about this, and Kevin Durant decided to just straight up call out Stephen A. Smith on it and say, no, he's lying. Nobody I know talks to him. None of my family talks to him. Uh, what, here's what he said. I don't talk to Stephen A. Smith at all. Nobody in my family, my friends, they don't talk to him. So he's lying. He's making up stories. Straight up called Stephen A. Smith a liar. Wow. Now Stephen A. Smith has gone on this tirade back. Instead of being a journalist and just saying, well, yeah, sorry, this is what the source told me. He lashed out at Kevin Durant. Basically saying, you want to go at me? I've been in the media for 22 years. And uh, now he's going back at Kevin Durant and called Kevin Durant a liar. Nobody's ever poked Stephen A. Smith crazy in quite that way, it seems. Usually people just Stephen ignore always it. Just, yeah, because he's like, every. if you listen to Stephen A. Smith, it's funny to do impressions of him because every professional athlete is his, quote, best friend. Yeah. Like, here's part of him. confess to you that had I had to come on the air that next day. Mm-hmm. After reading somebody questioning my credibility and my character, Mm -hmm. I can promise you it would have been very bad. This is Stephen A. Smith warning. Kevin Durant. I'll just play it just a second. Is the one that's lying. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I have interviewed Kevin Durant. His. Yeah, I interviewed him at his home in Seattle. See, there he I goes straight. I interviewed him years ago when we were in Orlando for Sports Center. I was there when I his mama gave birth to him. On several occasions, <laughs> literally within the last year, where we've run across one another at an arena. See, and this is where now I can picture is Jay Ferris. <laughs> yeah. We shared a meal together. <laughs> I hand fed him grapes in bed. <laughs> we cuddled each other till the morning. And now you want to call me a liar. All right, anyway, I can't do it. Uh, so Stephen A. Smith says Kevin Durant's a liar. Kevin Durant says Stephen A. Smith's a liar. Who's the liar? The world may never know. I don't know. All right, two things finally in ball talk here because it does relate to what's happening today. One thing, and I usually don't talk about this kind of stuff, but I do. I kind of want to give this guy credit for what he's doing. Um, because he's doing what he has to do. So the New York Yankees are taking on the Houston Astros tonight. We're going to talk about that game because I already made my prediction on who's going to win. It's a one-game wild-card playoff for Major League Baseball happening tonight. But one of the Yankees' uh, star pitchers is CC Sabathia. He's been kind of a star player for a okay. long time. Maybe on the tail end of his career now. Uh, he, right now, right before they go into this playoff game, and if they win this, you know, it's going on for a while, he has actually... Removed himself from the team to go into rehabilitation okay. for a problem that he's got. All right, for like drug something. Uh, it's an alcohol rehabilitation center. Okay. But I guess whatever it is, he's he's just said, you know what? I need help, and I'm leaving, and I'm going to go get the help I need. And there's a lot of people giving him shit about it for leaving, like right in the playoffs. That's something you don't know how bad it is. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I give if the guy he's credit. Now there, it, he clearly needs to. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's all I wanted to say. That's a that's a that's a bold bold move to make, but. He's got to do what he's got to do to get better. That being said, his team's going to lose. So the Houston Astros are who I predicted to win this one-card playoff tonight. And in honor, Sarah, we've we've got a team song. How old is this song? It's from the 80s. Here come the Astros, number 
God. Oh, I'm sorry, was the was the English version not good enough for you? Yes, there's a Spanish version. Greg, that is enough. <laughs> so there we go. How many As I predicted, that, in? that was the Spanish version. Just the two? Yes. <laughs> so there we go. As I predicted, today the Houston Astros will beat the New York Yankees in the wildcard playoff spot. They will move on in the playoffs. Yankees will be going home. Go ahead and place your bets now. And, of course, <laughs> send in a tithing to me right here for predicting this. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> it's being speculated that you might have just cursed the Astros. No. No. Never. All right. Um, any word from your sister? No. Well, that's a long appointment. I'm sure she's... She's very busy right now. We'll find out I'm soon. Very nervous. Okay. We do have a we do have a well a th- a threefer. We do. We got a threefer of mm-hmm. birthdays that we need to do here. So let's see. What do we want to start? Let me get this pulled up. Uh, first, we'll want to wish a very happy birthday to Dallas. Dallas. Dallas, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Dallas. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Also, we have Mary. It is Mary. Mary's birthday. Oh, happy birthday to you, Mary. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. And direct from Kazakhstan via California, it's Samir's birthday. Samir, happy Samir. birthday. Happy birthday to you. So many October happy babies. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Right. I wish I could remember all the bad words that he taught me in, in Kazakhstani. Now I can't remember it. I'm sure that if you asked him, he would probably say I know. I need a refresher. Them. I need a refresher in him. A all refresher right. course in how to swear at people in Kazakhstan. Yeah, that's one of the big... That's why I love... You know, we've got listeners from all over the place, but especially you know when they speak another language, they teach me bad words in that language. That you forget. I know. I gotta get better about that. Mm-hmm. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Send in your pictures of your favorite Halloween costume. Just go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the big banner right there at the front. Halloween photo contest, D. Leonidas photography, and get those into us. That would be awesome. We're excited ah. to see everybody's. All right, so I guess we'll know tomorrow. About the... Uh, about the baby. Crazy Auntie Sarah. No, I didn't say crazy in front of it. It's just Auntie Should we Sarah. cut out this whole show just to send to this, this child in like a time stamp for years from now when it can listen to it? Sure. Okay. No, because then the child will realize how actually crazy I am and I try to hide the crazy a little. No, it's, that, it's I don't, not I don't think that's going to work it's out. It's not going to happen. No. no. It's going to know. Thank you so much, everybody. You guys are absolutely fantastic. We really, really, really appreciate you tuning into our show every day. It's... it's uh, it's lovely. Yes, thank you. We enjoy spending our days with you. We love you very much. Uh, today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, which airs 24 hours a day, we've got uh, no 
Uh, no McMahon Horn today. No. But we do have Guys and Balls coming up at approximately 7.30 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Wonderful. So tune in for those guys. Thank you so much, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.